welcome to OCA's Asia Town Voice, an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We are on every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides an inside look at the Asian Pacific American community and their culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. OCA's Asia Town Voice is a volunteer base. Is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. And we are here today with Fran and David Namkoon, and my name is Lisa Wong. I'm the president, and I'm going to be the host for this show. And we have a special guest here, um, leaders and advocates in the Asian Pacific community for a very long time. We have David Namkoon and Francis Namkoon here in the studio with us. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and we're here because David has written a memoir of his story, and we're going to discuss about you know how he got there and what's in this book. So, I mean, I've known Fran and Dave for a very long time. They're the reasons why I got started in this um, organization and it's, with volunteering for the Asian community. It's very funny, too. The same thing happened to me. I think it's in 87. Frances came to me after she was seeing me doing some martial demonstration. And she's like, would you want to perform at an OCA event? And I said, sure. And that's how I started with OCA. And uh, because of David and Frances, I actually became very much involved. Oh. It's a, it, yeah. They're the leader of the community and make everybody get very much involved. So, you know, I don't know, I've <laughs> told this story before, but this is very interesting. When I was a student at Cleveland State University, it was like late at night and it was like finals week or something. And I was in the Shire trying to order some food, you know, while I study in the library. But there was this Vietnamese dance party going on. And there's this elderly couple in the center dancing up a storm. I'm like, wow, look at them. I want to be like that when I get older. And that late, years later, I find out that's Fran and Dave. They were out there um, dancing with the young people. And then I find out they're leaders in OCA. And I went to one of their meetings. And I, I heard about the wonderful things they were doing. And I asked them, you know, I could help with that newsletter. And they're like, oh, Fran says, Lisa wants to help with the newsletter. <laughs> Next thing you know, I am you know, editing and this <laughs> bi-monthly <laughs> newsletter, you know, all, all that, and then the, you just got roped in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I think uh, I can speak for Fran and I that both of you, I think the, the minute you knew about this thing going on, and it's kind of uh, the, the uh, feeling that I had when I first went into the whole area of was at that time multiculturalism, mm -hmm. and out of that, we got to um, uh, get the different uh, nationalities among the Asians to get together at that time to participate at the uh, bi, uh, bi bicentennial, bicentennial mm -hmm. in uh, 1976, and that's when it all began. It, it just shut out that this one would mm. uh, connect with that. And so that's how it all turned out. And in a way, I think that's how our, old, our whole uh, uh, activities have come out because of being in one kind of an activity that kind of went into another and another and another. 
and which is why we got so busy, <laughs> for one thing. And from all of that, uh, uh, getting back to the uh, memoir, uh, I worked at, uh, I came to Cleveland uh, and uh, to work at the NASA, which was just starting it. It was uh, before the landing on the moon. And from that, uh, uh, the, the very fact of, of uh, living here and so forth all had its, especially as far as we were concerned, uh, things that seemed to happen to us that was like uh, newsworthy. <laughs> so I don't know where you want to uh, stay from from here. Uh, yeah, you, you, that's about it, really. We just we really didn't realize how busy we were going to be, be, you know. So, but we were very excited about this new environment and this this uh, this whole area seemed to be bursting with new energy, and so we wanted to be really a part of it too. And we have not been sorry for that at all because we're still very busy and having a good time. Good time about it. Yeah. Well, I, you know, that, that this might be a good <clears throat> good place to uh, start. Uh, I know before the program we were saying that there were so many places that we could start, and uh, we were wondering where to start, and I think this is as good a time as any, that uh, our coming to Cleveland was for, uh, for my work as an aerospace engineer at uh, NASA, so the first thing uh, coming to Cleveland was for us to find a home in order to bring all of our family. We had, well, at that time it was two two children, mm -hmm. and uh, when we came, uh, Fran was in her about the sixth or seventh month in pregnancy. That's right. <laughs> and so we were eager to find a place. Um, and to be settled before the third birth would take place. So while I was at work, Fran was going around Cleveland to find a house for us. So, well, continuing on that, uh, I, I think uh, one, of the, one of the things that you found out which looked attractive was uh, in uh, Bay Village. Mm -hmm. You recall that? Do you recall your oh, uh, going to the did. house and so forth? Right. But it wasn't that, well, I think we had some mis misgivings about it because there was a lot of things that uh, that led to, well, you yeah, know. Yeah, well, that led to further led to things. Led to further yeah. things, like, are we going to be there? And because they were not as friendly and open as as they are now. I mean, well, to this be, was a lot, long, quite a few years ago. Yeah, but to and, be very frank about it. Yeah. Um, when uh, Fran first uh, met the housewife there, she liked the house, and we uh, proffered an, uh, an amount for the house, which the uh, woman accepted. And then uh, we went back to where we were, we were while we were staying here in uh, Cleveland, and then we heard back from the uh, realtor, with the house, and they say, "Well, we're very sorry, but um, 
I have to ask you if you will withdraw your offer. And then when we ask further, the the uh, situation seemed to have been that when the husband came back after that, uh, on that day, uh, he was a little hesitant. And what he wanted to do was to poll the neighborhoods in the area to mm-hmm. see whether they would be accepting of an Asian couple for an Asian mm-hmm. family, actually. And uh, from their polling, they said, no, we didn't want them to come to uh, mm-hmm. to, uh, to to hear. The, and uh, so we said, well, gladly, if you know, if, if uh, we're not welcome here, we just as well do not want to put our plants here. And so that uh, that uh, uh, made one thing clear that uh, Fran will have to go back to Cincinnati and we'll have a third child there. Meanwhile, uh, uh, to uh, that we didn't un- we didn't know what was going on. Uh, the news of uh, their taking the poll and so forth just seemed to uh, seem to uh, just uh, just uh, like a, like a bee with pollen, were just spreading out through through uh, through the city there. Because the next morning, I heard uh, radio saying and. Uh, and seeing uh, newspapers saying that this uh, Asian group was denied housing from from uh, the place, <laughs> and um, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, it was funny. I was uh, going to the uh, to work, and I hear on the news, you know. Uh, my name being <laughs> being stated there, and it's it was a, such a shock to hear your own name over a news report. Yeah. But anyway, uh, after we said that, I got tons of mail from all over. All I think all but one was being very uh, sorry to, to hear about this and so forth and so on. But the good part of it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of these uh, things that just happened to come around, is that there was a uh, another engineer at NASA that said, you know, uh, we've got a, an area in Cleveland that you might be interested in. And said, well, you know, we'll look into that. And that was in... Uh, East uh, east of uh, NASA, and right off the bat, uh, it looked like that was not a good idea because it was all the way over the east, and NASA was all in the west, and we had uh, no no uh, easy way of getting over here. It'd take about an hour or so, and I didn't want to do that. But well, you know, come over and uh, see, and we and we came over. Um, and uh, we came to um, Shaker Heights, and uh, a part of Shaker Heights, we found out, was already in a uh, position 
of uh, trying to hold back at that time the uh, the uh, housing pan uh, panic of the housing system, not only in Shaker Heights, uh, but all over the country, that uh, that uh, there was an attempt to have present residents move and uh, and to uh, make room for blacks to come in and which caused a panic for the next group of uh, residents to uh, want to sell out which would mean that there were more and more other blacks coming in and this one area a Ludlow area of Shaker Heights that uh, that try to stem this tide. Uh, they said, you know, we were in a lovely area and we just, and we want to stay here and we don't want to be pushed out like this. Now, this had been going on there by the time we came for about two or three years. And so this was right in the middle of their attempt to stem the tide. And when we came in, we... Uh, we uh, saw what was happening, and we readily came in and uh, wanted to participate in this. And uh, to make the story short, that this was the first or the very first uh, uh, areas which did stem it to such an extent that that had a tendency to to uh, soften the the uh, the panic. And and from that came the our interest in things that soon became known as um, uh, you know as a person who's uh, reaching ninety years old at the end of this month. I, I'm uh, being attacked by this uh, loss of uh, memory, so every now and then you'll have to forgive me uh, for uh, these hesitations. But anyway, uh, with the uh, drives of Martin Luther King and other... Um, uh, They're housing people. How, yeah. In this case, it was housing, but mm -hmm. in another case, it was voting yeah. And other aspects that was uh, what we would call. Uh, so this is the beginning of your advocacy in the community. Yeah, starting but with this that this issue. was a, a thing that was sweeping the whole country then. Yeah, the whole country. Uh -huh. Yeah, and um, and so we got involved um, even beyond the uh, the. Uh, housing aspect of it. Mm. The fair that, housing, generally. The fair housing, mm -hmm. yes. And that um, that kind of a uh, experience, I think, uh, dwelled us to uh, be aware of the other kinds of things that were going on. And that was uh, when we came up to the, uh, the time of uh, 1976, the Bicentennial there, and there we got uh, got in touch with other Asians to uh, form Asian groups. Uh, the immediate struggle there was that uh, when they wanted uh, 
participation of everyone in the area to celebrate the bicentennial. Everyone in the Cleveland area really saying, you know, they they were very interested, and it it, uh, included uh, the um, Germans, uh, Jewish, uh, French, um, Polish, all kinds of nationalities, Mm -hmm. but no Asian group was being mentioned. Mm -hmm. So we were with a little group of... uh, of uh, Asians who are interested in more of a uh, yeah uh, more of uh, not civil rights but uh, other other kinds of uh, things and we said that you know it's uh, it's not fair that the Asians are not represented mm-hmm. and so we just got the idea well you know why don't we just go around the city and try to interest the uh, Asian groups. So Fran and I were elected president for that. So we went around, and we were so surprised at how thrilled they were to yeah. be forming the uh, what we call the Asian uh, APAF, yeah. Asian Pacific it, which, American which, uh, Federation. Yeah, finally did come okay. to that. It was yeah. named something else like that, but okay. And we succeeded in putting on a, a tremendous. Um, uh, exhibit mm-hmm. during during that time, and that was an initial mm-hmm. uh, thing to form things like the uh, OCA, the uh, Organization Which of Chinese was later Americans. To become OCA, fair uh, housing. No, and um, well, there were already the uh, uh, other groups that were that had been formed, the Koreans had it formed, and they uh, they came on. And one that was already formed were the uh, Japanese, the... Uh, JACL? JACL. JACL, yeah. And they mm-hmm. formed Japanese and American some Citizens others. Mm-hmm. So all in all, it turned out to be a... Uh, that uh, from there on in, Asians were then noticed in the uh, Cleveland area. Mm-hmm. And that's how you and Johnny and and uh, many other people have developed into this. And I'm so glad that they have been mm-hmm. having uh, been uh, uh, taking so much of uh, of involvement with with the city here and with the other groups. So so that's how things seem to roll on like mm-hmm. this. There were other things too, but I want to get back to uh, how I got into this uh, memoir thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, being in, in uh, NASA, uh, it seemed to be a, a blink of an eye that, my goodness, I'm ready for retirement. And during the retirement, talking about it, there was talk about it would be a good idea for for each of us uh, to write a memoir. And we were talking about that and says, well, I don't think there was too much enthusiasm about that. But the uh, argument that seemed to take hold there was that, well, even though it doesn't go past your immediate family, at least this is a legacy that you could leave for for the family 
So it's from that point of view that I uh, thought that, you know, that might be a good idea. So I sat down and began writing. And uh, uh, I said, well, you know, I don't know too much about my my folks or anything like that. So I just started with my uh, being born in New York City and then going on from there. And... uh, but I didn't get too far, and I was reading and says, "Boy, you know, I'm writing things that uh, that uh, just doesn't seem to be uh, getting across. It's boring to me, and if it's boring to me, certainly the readers are are not going to be read it, reading it." So I uh, didn't do anything about that for for years, and um, then. Uh, I began getting some some information from Korea, and uh, I was thinking, uh, how in the world, you know, uh, all this time, from ever, ever since, as a child, I had no correspondence with uh, with Korea, and it was saying there, the voice was saying that. Uh, uh, we want to send you um, some some uh, things uh, with regard to uh, your family and so forth. Uh, will you give me your um, bank number and so forth? And right away, I was thinking, no, this is a scam. <laughs> your bank <Yeah>. number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because uh, that was about the same time. I think it was in Nigeria or someplace that what they were doing, they had a big scamming right. system there. So, unsolicited from Korea, you had some communication? Well, there was an attempt to, but uh, I said, well, uh, thanks, but no thanks, because it, since I've never heard from them, that it was no use uh, uh, accepting a, a risk like that. And so um, I didn't hear anything more of that. From that, and then uh, a little later, I got a package, and it was a book that was about my grandfather. And now um, I knew about my grandfather as far as my f- parents uh, talked to me, but when they said, "Oh, he is uh, he's a patriot in Korea, and uh, everybody in the nation knows him." And think highly of him, and so said, "Oh, you know that's nice." And uh, and then every once in a while, I say, "You know what? What did he do? What was he famous for?" But they could only reply that in generalities. So, uh, but uh, uh, then soon thereafter, I got another package. And uh, this was sent from the Consul General of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, uh, this is an appreciation for what your father has done. And there uh, was a uh, big scroll about what, what my father has done for for Korea and had uh, some precious uh, jewels mm-hmm. and things like that. Uh, uh, metal, high, 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 uh, rare metals, uh, chopsticks, like. Oh. 
And so, um, and I, I was aghast here. And so I thought, well, at least I got this information about my grandfather. And uh, reading through, it's 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 astounding. It's a small book, but it showed what he had done in Korea. And uh, so I went back to my memoir, you know, just mm -hmm. uh, and said, you know, this is something that I've got to uh, include in my memoir, and it's just that's just not in my family, but. It's my family back to my grandfather on this, mm -hmm. and so um, that's uh, when I uh, I began this. Now this all happened, I guess about um, twenty ten twenty two thousand eight or something like that. It was mm -hmm. only uh, like a five years or so ago that this all happened, and. Um, and so uh, I did that, and uh, and then I, I asked, you know, how, how do you put this into a book and so forth, and uh, it developed into this into this uh, nice book, and uh, and that had just been published this year, uh, I guess, sometime in February or uh, March. And uh, and then I showed this around, and then I was thinking, now, you know, now this is not just for the family. That uh, this is information that I think the uh, at least the Korean community would like to know about. So, so the um, so uh, the the. the I think the usual role after uh, publishing a book like that is to go around and try to hold all kinds of uh, book signing kinds of things you right. know, to do that, and and uh, and which I was doing. Yeah, I went to your book signing. You had it at the Shaker Heights Library. The Shaker Heights Library. And had you, it. Uh -huh. you said that was your. Official launch because you well you had a smaller one for yeah um, where at the uh, you know where where we were, I was living yeah right, right right as a test or you know to start mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so you had um, this uh, book signing at the library where you talked about the memoir a bit I remember you talking about um, your family your you have a brother that also yes you had information on in this book as well as your father and grandfather. But and then I think near the end you talked more about um, Cleveland or OCA. How did you get started with OCA? Like, was that after the Federation or before or same time? Um, the Federation of the OCA. No, the um, APATH. Oh, a APATH. Okay. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, what what I was saying after. Coming to Cleveland and being involved with a, a community that didn't want us, and then which led us to uh, Shaker Heights and uh, 
So this was the beginning of my role of the things of, that was happening. And uh, so uh, what, why, what the, the, the thing that I was trying to think of before was the civil rights, was the civil rights... Um, civil rights movement? Movement mm-hmm. that encompassed things like um, of housing and of, uh, of voting and for health and things like that. That was like a, so a, a rolling thing that was absorbing everything in its path. <laughs> and then as that uh, was continuing, then uh, then was the... Now, I don't know how these other things happened to be, but um, the the idea of multiculturalism took hold in the country, and people were tending to uh, looking for uh, trying to get uh, more of a diversity of uh, nations and cultures uh, to it. It, it in, a lo- in a way was in a line of uh, civil rights and the thing that as far as the Asians were concerned was the time of the uh, bicentennial and through the bicentennial was uh, when it moved us to uh, contact all of the other Asian groups to form a single Asian Pacific kind of an organization, and um, and also I think stimulated things like the uh, uh, Japanese uh, group that they were already there, but I think uh, the whole area group uh, conglomerating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Certainly stimulated that, and um, and we found it then other aspects of uh, Asian and uh, also uh, Chinese uh, groups, and uh, so that's how we got involved with that. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then so back then, there was OCA was called the Organization of Chinese Americans. And yeah. when, and when Fran became the first president after the merge of CAGC, which is Chinese Americans of Greater yeah. Cleveland, with yeah. OCA Northeast Ohio, it became OCAGC. Right, it, right, right. You know, organization yeah. of Chinese Americans of Greater Cleveland mm-hmm. versus OCA Northeast Ohio. Yeah. So, and I think mm-hmm. there was another, uh, of uh, another group of uh, Chinese. I can't remember the name of the Chinese. That was more. Was it uh, the Vanilla Association? No, no. It had to do with the things going on in the city, I think, more city uh, intense in rather than the larger. Do you mean OCAGC? Greater, there is oh, yeah, OCAGC yeah. of Greater uh, Cleveland. That was a larger organization. Yeah, well, anyway, these mm-hmm. combined to become OCA and uh, become part of the national OCA. Right, Greater yeah. Cleveland's a local chapter of the national organization. I right. believe at one right. point you guys right. was it both of you that were on the executive council? council? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One time, right, right. And then uh, I know Fran did a lot of work there, public affairs. Oh yeah, um, you wrote yeah. a book on 
shattering the glass yeah. ceiling. Yeah. Glass ceiling, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. was the first. That was the first. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that so that was actually a book that was published. Yeah. No, it was, a paper. A, it was slim, slim. Uh, a slim a, book, but a booklet it was mm-hmm, kind of thing. Booklet, yeah. But it was the first time that something a subject like this had been had been talked about, and uh, now everything you 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 can see it everywhere. Not my thing, but just just generally speaking. Everybody talks about the glass ceiling and the, you know civil rights. Well, it had its early beginnings mm-hmm. in our humble little place oh. called Shaker Heights. You know what I found very interesting in this book, Johnny. When you go through this book, there's a picture of uh, Fran with Martin Luther <coughs> King Jr. Wow, when she was younger, much she younger. Looked, she looked really good. <laughs> I was no. like, is this Fran? Yeah. Like, yeah. wow, I've never seen her like that. It's near yeah, the that fact. I definitely had to check out the book then. Oh, he was quite an... Oh, I was so... Yes, tell us about him. I <laughs> I thought he was fantastic, really. I have never met anyone quite so liberal, so authentic, so so vibrant, really. Uh-huh. He was uh, really take, taken with his cause. And <coughs> everybody knew about it. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm... I've got a little... Maybe you're catching some of my stuff. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, but, well, the, the thing is, <coughs> um, ju- well, this is all during our involvement with uh, <coughs> Ludlow and the, um, and the uh, h- housing uh, thing there. Mm-hmm. There he is. Yeah, and, the, um, and I think we, in, in Ludlow... Uh, was one of the first ones in an organized thing, and then the larger civil rights part of uh, of housing, you know, came to be. And it was during this time that I think it was Martin Luther King who came to Ludlow mm-hmm. to understand what was happening right, yeah. in uh, Ludlow there. So uh, I think uh, it seems to be some uh, sense of pride that uh, we added something to mm-hmm. Fran, particularly added to the uh, civil rights in the, as far as uh, housing was concerned. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's someone from the uh, from uh, from the community who's a photographer and took uh, this one one picture that you see, mm-hmm. uh, where she is uh, with uh, Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. and and he uh, took uh, took a picture of it, and sent us a uh, a photograph that was large large uh, mm-hmm. figure, and it was so spectacular. We put it on a, a large frame and we. We hang it over on our our wall, and in the assisted living building where we're in, uh, we have uh, people coming in to look at the picture there, and then, wow. and it seems to have have uh, a real uh, uh, pump to that because people who see that, you know, just just uh, ex- exclaim, it's. Uh, it is a fantastic build, uh, a picture. So, so you can easily see 
the role that Dr. Martin Luther King played in this whole, you know, movement called, you know, for civil rights, because at that time there was very little in the in the usual community, but 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 the different people here and there started, you know, doing their little thing called fair housing or you know, whatever, and it really began to stretch into a very very big movement after a while. So let's uh, take a break here right now, and then、okay. we'll be back a little bit shortly.
yeah, that's the way to do it. Hey, you're all sup? What's up, Andrew? Sup, homie, y'all. You're in the house. I'm in the house, too. But right now, we're gonna do some funky bass line, all right? All right. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. But Rod, I'm gonna tell you. This is a song entitled Kagat ng Aso in Tagalog, in case you didn't know. But right now, what I want you to do is kick lyrics with me, alright? Yeah, I'm But I'm gonna tell you. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. If you're ready, yo. Okay, all right, here we go. As we go, we'll let the something like this go. And so, kinagabihan, nagsama-sama buong barkada. At kaming lahat nagtipon-tipon sa aming mumunting plaza. Pinaplano kung magkano ang dapat na maging sweldo. Kung susuyurin lang lahat ng mayayamang tao sa dunggalo. Para nyake, so katulad ng dati, kami-kami ay nangarulin. Dala-dala namin, gitara ni Ipe na kulang sa guitar string. Nang pagpasok namin sa Santa Monica at bago tumating sa kanto, may nakita kami, ang dami-dami, ang lalaking aso. Sa mga aso din namin pinansin Basta't huwag lang kaming magtatakbo Hindi kami hakabulin So lakas loob kaming lumakad Iniingatan ang aming voice Sikat na sikat at center of attraction Andrew E and the boys So nang kami ay paalis na Upang humanap ng ibang bahay Kami ay nanginginig at pawis na pawis At lahat ay hindi mapalagay Paano ba naman sa aming harapan? Oh my God! Ang tatalas ng ngipin Mga aso ay Naglalaway and feeling ko kami lalapain Kawawang bata na dapa Padating na sa amin ng aso Kaya ang Andrew mangiyak-iyak Gas-gas ang tuhod Tumingin sa likod And guess what you know Ako'y shock Oo, si Ipe napapasigaw Too bad, ang malas ni Ipe Siya ang nahuli So swerte kaming tatlo Kay bilis na mga pangyayari Di ko na namalayan ng lahat Biruin mo sa aming apat Si Ipi pa ang nakagat So umuwi kaming apat At lahat umuwi sabay-sabay Inaasahan isang taong sermon Mula sa kanyang nanay 
magkaroon ng kagat ng aso at saka rabies. Welcome back to OCA's Asia Town Voice, an hour-long non-profit program on WJCU's 88.7 radio. We are on every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides an inside look at the Asian American, um, Asian Pacific American community and their culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. OCA's Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope that you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue with to provide many voices with many choices to you. And we are back with Fran and David Nam Kuhn here to talk about their memoirs. And I know we heard a lot about um, the memoir, but we want to know a little bit more about how you two met. Okay. Well, um, I think at the at this time, uh, I had just graduated. Uh, College, uh, City College of New York, and I got uh, a call from the uh, Bureau of Standards in Washington, D.C., which happened to be where uh, Fran, Fran was living, uh, working for what? Uh, Treasury? You Treasury were? Department. Treasury yeah. Department. So we were both um, there working for the government and uh, so I, coming coming back, uh, having um, gone through college and uh, now uh, in another city, I was thinking of uh, you know what what do I do around the city here? Now, it, as far as my experience uh, uh, from from birth to the time that I uh, um, finished college was that as a, as a Korean that we are very few people. I know that uh, every time I went out, you know, people would all look at me, it's someone different, yeah, I expect that. And then they always ask, uh, are you Chinese? No, I'm not Chinese. You're Japanese? No, I'm not uh, Japanese. And what are you? Korean. It's Korea? I never heard of them. So I was, you know, pretty well uh, used to that. But it was true that uh, there were very few uh, uh, Koreans around. Now I I learned from uh, my mother that actually there are a lot of Koreans here. Uh, when the first when the Koreans first came to the United States, they came in from the West. They were leaving their home uh, country because of weather conditions, climate conditions, or uh, perhaps uh, something about the, uh, the uh, government which, uh, which led them to leave their, their countries, not only Korea, but China, Japan. And they went to first Philadelphia and then in 
uh, Hawaii, where the most of them were on the uh, pineapple plantations. And from there, it was a step to the uh, United States when the uh, railroad was being built there, and mm -hmm. they had uh, discovered uh, gold there. And so uh, there was uh, a much uh, gravitation to the western part of uh, the United States, uh, mostly in, uh, in California. Uh, but no one was going past there. Mm -hmm. And the only reason that there were any Koreans uh, on the east was because of the trouble with uh, Japan, and which uh, Japan had uh, not only conquered but uh, stifled Korea to such an extent that there were ex uh, those who uh, exiled from Korea to come into the United States. And so the trickle of us who came to the United States by uh, uh, the beginning of the 1900s, um, my mother estimated that there were altogether about 100 Koreans east of the Mississippi. The thousands of Koreans were on the uh, West Coast. So there I was uh, in Washington, not knowing what to do with myself. And... Um, my uh, experience with uh, with girls and so forth was such that uh, <laughs> I didn't get much dates or anything. Uh, but I thought uh, I'd uh, seek out a, an Asian uh, place. And so I just kind of flipped the coin and said, uh, okay, there's a Chinese church right down a block there, and I oh, go good. there. So I went there on a Sunday, and... Uh, there were a lot of young people there, so my age, so mm -hmm. I felt more at home there. And uh, I see this small figure come down the stairs, and, uh -huh. and she enters into the group. And I notice right off the bat that uh, the whole room just uh, just seemed to focus on on her. And sure enough, she was uh, such a. Uh, bubbly individual and so easy to know and she could sing and dance and oh, everything. David, and you're so too much. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you <laughs> what, that, what the impact I, was I and I'm sure that. everybody shares that. I feel very flattered. Thank you. <laughs> so that's how we met. Oh, we want to hear more about, um, more about this. Oh, the young friend. <laughs> well, we met a lot of famous people. Mm -hmm. I think that's part of um, the, 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 the activities that we're involved in. I was in public relations, so that was a natural place for me, and to meet you know figures from the uh, the you know other communities. Mm -hmm. uh, and there were a lot of uh, people who were active in um, in the music world and the, and the cinema role. So I got to meet a lot of. Uh, uh, cinema type people, like uh, Jane Fonda for one, mm -hmm. and uh, she was very she was grew to be a very nice, nice friend really, and she mm -hmm. came out to Cleveland a couple of times oh. as a matter of fact, and she did an awful lot for the Asian community. Wow. Yeah, she, but that people really don't know because you know she she, she is so 
full-blown about, well, people admire Jane Fonda mm-hmm. as being a big star, right. but they do not realize that underneath that, you know, that, that demure, that she can be a very, very sensitive and very, very profound person, which she turned out to be mm-hmm. because she was very active in, in, in the, you know, later years. It's civil rights, yeah. so, you know. Yeah, but I, I think really the the uh, thing that cemented us was the fact that uh, she was bo- not born in New York, but she came to New York as, uh, as an infant. Mm-hmm. And so though we never met each other in New York, I was born in New York. Oh. But uh, when we just said uh, what were the parts of New York we liked and so forth, there was uh, so much uh, similarity there that you know uh, that the uh, not only New York but the things that uh, happened that uh, that we knew about because we were in, this, in uh, New York at the same time, and that really cemented our uh, liking for each other, and so um, it was a natural that uh, we we'd get to what went with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, where did you take her on her your first date? Oh my! Do you the remember? First date. Do you remember? Miss <laughs> Fran, do you remember? Not re- no, I'm but trying to remember. But it had. I think Very before simple. on a on a, we went on a lot of uh, activities as a group. Uh-huh. And uh, oh, we went all over the place, and especially Washington, such an oh, easy yeah. place mm-hmm. to take places and watching mm-hmm. all of the uh, uh, Washington monuments and yeah. uh, taking tours through the uh, museums there and everything. It, we uh, there were a lot of things that uh, we could do. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a lot of activity in the. Uh, Asian community in in um, also also mm-hmm. in Washington, and so uh, we got ourselves involved in that like we always do. Mm-hmm. You know, we go move to another place, and n- next thing you know, we're we're very active in in forming another. You know, uh, well, Cincinnati, Ohio, and Cleveland, Ohio. This and all Asian f- f- you know festivities, mm-hmm. and yeah. I guess that's yes. our, one of our well. That's one of the things that we love. You two are quite a team, I must tell you. We just you, love doing you do it. Whatever yeah. you did, yeah. you know, you did well. Well, whatever it is, it's uh, we do it for fun. <laughs> so that, that's and what I they think call fun. That exudes <laughs> that, and uh, the um, Fran really taught me how to dance there. I, oh. I knew some of the dances back then, but she she could really uh, jitterbug. Uh, uh, you know, David. tremendously. Now, especially there's one one thing. There's one part uh, that I was doing that somehow it didn't match yours, and you told me that uh, there's a one little syncopation in that one. And boy, no, that 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 made me click. So well, I'll show you when we get home. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. Okay, so we're gonna get we're close to our uh, hour, and we have one question that we normally ask our guests. And since we're doing um, two parts, we're going to ask, um, maybe we'll ask Fran, what is your favorite Asian dish 
and will you cook it for us? <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Mm, my favorite Asian. I got so many good favorite dishes. Well, you can cook all of them for us, but you can name no, one. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little much. But uh, well, uh, chow mein. You know, chow mein is a uh, fried rice. Uh, fried, no, fried noodles. noodles. Uh -huh. Fried noodles, and uh, you mix fried noodles with. Uh, With uh, some pork or some meat, beef or something like that, mm -hmm. and you put a little, mix a little soy sauce gravy on it, and before you know it, it becomes a, a Chinese dish. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with soy sauce? <laughs> Pardon? Yeah, that's what I would do. No. Yeah, you know, we enjoy we enjoy life. At our age, we're still doing lots of things that we enjoy doing just for the fun of it. So, what do you put in the chow mein? Do you normally put vegetables? What kind of meats do you put in there? Uh, usually, the Chinese use a lot of pork. Uh huh. And uh, but we use ch ch not only pork, but ngao uh, yuk. That's beef. Uh huh. Uh, uh, Fried uh, meat, beef is uh, chow chow mein. My chow, chow mein is just chow mein. Mm -hmm. But we we like to do, do all these Asian dishes. And David, of course, is Korean, so he likes to have Korean dishes. And mm -hmm. that is a very spicier way of making it. Uh -huh. But that's very good too. So, do you find that? Friend, do you do most of the cooking, or does David do the Korean cooking, or how does that work? Oh, no. well, it's uh, yeah. Friend does most of that. Recently, I've been uh, trying to uh, get some of the uh, Korean foods, but a simple, simple way of doing it. But uh, uh, Koreans love uh, Chinese food. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so whenever we went out, oh, I really gobbled it up. Oh, no. And so uh, there were. There's a lot of comments made. Says, you know, when uh, Junie, that's my Korean name, grows up, she's going to marry a. He's going to marry a Chinese girl. And lo and behold, that. that's, that's what happened. And that's what happened, right? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in. We are going to. Uh, we we have another episode next week. So, well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.